Welcome to the Tech Talks podcast, helping you turn adversity into victory. Whether you're an entrepreneur, corporate professional, or stay-at-home parent, the Tech Talks podcast provides relevant advice and inspiration as you navigate your career, calling, and daily life. Let's get started with your host, Matt Tech. The Power of Compounding. Whenever I tell people about compounding, they usually think of accruing interest in your retirement accounts. While this is a powerful and true concept as it relates to long-term investments, this manifests itself in most areas of life, including your daily habits. Albert Einstein said that compounding was the most powerful force in the universe. In finance, this means that you begin to earn interest on the interest, which multiplies your money at an accelerating rate also known as the time value of money, or the rule of 72. As you've discovered by now, this third foundation is built upon the first two, delayed gratification and long-term vision. So if you haven't listened to the first two episodes, I'm going to encourage you to stop and go back. Compounding is where you begin to see the fruits of your labor. Earlier, I mentioned that in college, I was a music major. Now, as a percussionist, my main specialties were mallet percussion and timpani. For those of you that don't know what mallet percussion is, mallet percussion being the melodic instruments within the percussion family xylophone, marimba, vibraphone, and such. I was presented a piece of music for the upcoming fall concert, and upon turning to the second movement of this piece, I could not believe what my eyes were staring at. For those whom are not familiar with orchestration or fundamental musical understanding, let me attempt to break down exactly what I saw. To start, the tempo, the speed, of the movement was 180 beats per minute. To put that in perspective, stare at the second hand of a clock. Now imagine three beats occurring between each tick of the second hand. That was the tempo. Here's a metronome running 180 beats per minute. Now that's pretty fast, but there are notes and rhythms that still have to fill that space. Rhythmically, the page contained what we call 16th notes. What that means is that if the piece is in four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, so on. There's a total of 16 notes that have to be played within those four beats or four notes for every one beat. Going back to the second hand example, now take that speed and try to cram four notes in between each one. Here's what it sounds like. Now, not only did I have to play that rhythm, But I was on a melodic instrument, so it also required playing specific notes, like on a piano, within that same rhythm. Here's my best example using my voice so that you can get the idea. That's pretty fast. If that wasn't crazy enough, I turn the page to see that Dr. David Maslenka, the enthusiastic composer of the piece whom obviously loved the percussion section, now had a similar section, but instead of cramming four notes between each beat, we now had to cram five notes between the beats. In music, we call these 16th note quintuplets. At 180 beats per minute, here's a rough idea of what that sounds like. On top of that, there's still on a melodic instrument, and I have to hit accurate notes too. Now, the reason that I had this specific part was because each one of my fellow percussionists quickly passed it off to the next person. Since I was the section leader, they figured that I possessed the skill to perform this piece. Boy, were they wrong. 
at least in the present moment. Now, what I did possess was the understanding and strategy to earn the skill needed to play this difficult piece. Let me share my method with you. I started with one measure of the first section. I would start with the metronome at 80 beats per minute, significantly slower than the ordained speed. In order to begin developing muscle memory for where my hands and arms needed to be in the pattern in which they needed to move, I would play this section over and over and over for 20 to 30 minutes. Then I would turn the metronome up to 85 beats per minute, a small percentage change from the previous tempo. Growing up as an avid Dragon Ball Z fan, I thought this would relate a little bit better. I apologize if you weren't into it, but here it goes anyway. Goku and Gohan began training in a gravity machine. The gravity there was about 150 times heavier than the gravity on Earth. When they got out of the gravity room, they were exponentially better trained and they moved so fast because Earth's gravity felt light. Same idea. I would focus on those two measures for four to five days, slowly increasing the tempo. Thankfully, the pattern was mostly repetitive, so the muscles I was developing in this section would play in my favor in later sections. I would then begin pushing my practice time into 190 beats per minute then 200. But if the tempo was 180, why would I go past that? For the same reason Goku trained in lower gravity, so that the original felt easier. The second section, the crazy name 16th no quintuplets, unfortunately did not require the same muscle memory. Because five is an odd number, my downstroke hand, which is the hand that hit a note on the downbeat, one, two, three, four, alternated between right and left. This required a completely different method of muscle memory. While I practiced the same way to initially learn the part, I had to train myself to switch between methods. Even though the two sections were pages and pages away, I got to the point where I practiced them back to back. This trained my brain to be able to switch back and forth in a moment's notice. Long story short, this became not only a highlight of my college career, but the world debut recording of this specific piece. A few months later, I was asked to perform this part at another university across the state because none of the percussionists there could get it down in time. And this was an incredible opportunity. This is the power of compounding at work. Little things done consistently over time create big change. Saying no to the end cap item to save a few bucks turns into a fully funded emergency account. Saying no to the cake and cookies at work outings turns into buying pants two to three times smaller. Taking five minutes a day, every day, to read leads to increased knowledge, which prepares you to solve a future problem. Listening to one five-minute podcast hashtag tech talks, on the way to work every day turns into hours of learning and increased capacity. Credit cards use the power of compounding against you. Why is it that the bank only gives you 2 to 3%, but credit cards charge you an average of 22% interest? They know how compounding works. Make it work for you. What are some of the little things you need to begin doing today? I encourage you to save these episodes to your podcast queue and listen to them over and over. And if you need some daily encouragement, subscribe to our free 30-day personal growth challenge. Every day, you'll receive an email with an encouraging quote and a small action item that takes three to five minutes a day. If you complete this challenge, I guarantee that you'll notice a transforming difference. A link to register will be in the show notes. Thanks for taking the time to check out our three-part foundations of success. Share these episodes with anybody you think either needs a reminder or a push in the right direction. Now let's go make a difference. This episode of Tech Talks has ended, but be sure to subscribe for upcoming inspiration. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you transformative content. See you next time.